0: and welcome to Bards Lost in the Metaverse with me, Sean Lee.
1: And me, Andy Mack.
0: Join us as we explore the depths of our creativity and the world of Web3. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Bards Lost in the Metaverse, a podcast that follows the adventures of two aspiring creatives as we learn to weave magic through words, art, and music while exploring the world of Web3.
1: Each week, we'll start off with an update of our works in progress before diving into a discussion of our creative escapades or current and future technology.
0: So, welcome to our 31st episode Woo! where we have so many woots, we are seriously looking into offsite woot storage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too many woots the house the studio sorry is beaming with woots uh, overflowing almost
0: <laughs> i didn't even actually pre-read the note for yeah that i part, hope you don't I, I hope like, you don't just, just go with what he's written for me <laughs> yeah. all right so andy what are we actually talking about today uh, so today
1: we're going to be talking about audiobook <laughs> distribution which was i learned a lot today actually Well, I learned it already. I'm going to talk about what I've learned today. Yes, we are going to talk about it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not from the future. I'm not a Terminator. Well. All right. So, before we get into that, though, let's kick off with normal questions. Mm -hmm. Where are we up to with the book? Have you finished this evil chapter? I have finally.
0: Woo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, so many words.
0: Yes, I have like slogged through my slump of like, oh, this <laughs> chapter <laughs> with all the links back throughout the whole book. I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've got three chapters left. So I've just started editing twenty-seven. Yeah. There's only twenty-nine total in an epilogue. So. Oh. It's getting there, but, yeah, reading through. Because I'm doing the alpha reader comments at the same time.
1: Yeah, okay. They
0: always slow me down a lot because, yes, my lovely husband calls me out on, like, why are you saying that? That doesn't make sense. You just said this before. And I'm like, oh, he's right. That's so Damn. annoying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like for each chapter I'm now currently having to do, then, like, an alpha reader comment, an initial grammar, co- like, edit, then uh, read through myself edit to mm-hmm. change it update it and then another grammar edit so that's at least four or five it feels like edits going on if each chapter as I'm working oh, through it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like Haha. so it's getting there yeah so I managed to edit a um, or finish editing a music track this morning Yep. so I think I started it ages ago like during the week but then just never got back to it and so okay. yeah finished that off oh good um, so, I made at least one more of those. So, it, it's slow but steady still. Yeah,
1: well, we're back we're back after yes. Easter holidays now. Yeah. So it's back to it's regular It's starting to try to
0: get back into routine. a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully. Like, I think I gave myself to the end of April, I was thinking. I am always somebody who's like, eh, I can be leaning <laughs> <Yeah>. on myself. <laughs> it's all self-imposed deadlines, so that's good. Yeah. If it was a, someone else's deadline, I'd be freaking out. Yes. And <laughs> probably pull an all-nighter, but... Yeah, I'm hoping over the next few weeks I'll slowly smash them out and then can start on the next phase (laughs) actually finding an editor and moving on to writing book two.
1: That's very exciting, though. You're probably going to have a book this year
0: in your hot little hand. If I can find an editor and stuff.
1: I'm sure there's lots of people, (laughs) well, at least on my Twitter feed, there's lots of people that are always happy to uh, take my money. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, that'll be my next challenge, and I'll give you updates as I end up in that part, how on earth I go with finding all that stuff. But at the moment... Just trying to get it done. Yeah. It's so close but so far away.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's good. I look forward to you going through all that first so yeah, I can just bring you back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I did meet a cover designer the other week. So yeah, yeah I'll have a look closer at her portfolio and stuff. Um, She's a local Canberra one. So Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I might at least reach out and yeah. I might have someone there. All oh, right. That's- she even was like, oh, I could slip you us because I was worried about like timeframes and stuff. She's like, nah, I could make room for you. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Turned on the charm that day, oh. didn't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah we'll see i'll update you all as i go as i said how yeah, about nice. you how's uh, your craziness going very it's always well Always very crazy it again. is indeed it's very uh, intense and a lot going on yeah. at all times and i like it
1: <laughs> uh so i have been editing the last week yeah editing the last week so i do three chapters go back do an edit then i kind of go three chapters then go back six do an edit then go forward through. For it. Like, I have a little routine that I stick to. I'm sure it would yeah, make okay. more sense if I could draw it at you. Uh-huh.
0: are <laughs> moving your finger around for me. Yeah, yeah. i try to demonstrate I'm sure going here that. and then back wait, wait. and forth. Can you hear this? <clears throat> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so I've just been going through editing because I write dirty. My first draft, <laughs> as in, like, I just write for the muse. Whatever comes oh, out yeah. of my brain comes out of my brain onto... Uh, the paper, well, onto the, my laptop. Yeah, uh, and I just smash through it. As I said, the next day when I start writing fresh, I'll literally be like, "What was the last sentence?" All right, from there, let's go. Yeah, and to see what happens. And I had, I think I was just saying before, before we did the podcast, that one of the editing sessions I had during the week, I think I edited like two and a half, over two and a half thousand words in like forty-five minutes because they were just great. And then the <laughs> next day, it was like an hour on two hundred words or yeah. three hundred words of just like, <laughs> "Were you even awake when you wrote this?" What the? Uh, who, what were you trying to say? Uh, yeah, so I do my turn it into English edit, which is what I've been yeah. doing. Uh, then I'll go back once I've done this editing a couple of, like a fair few chapters now uh, and just prep those chapters for release because they're yeah. at their final or second last to edit.
0: Oh, it's getting there. Yeah, I get but to hang did. out with
1: my friend Pro Writing Aid again. Yeah, it's been a while since oh, I've sent me. them sassy tweets about. Uh, we
0: both get to be uh, power users okay, with our users like, emails every week. You did more than ninety five percent of all others of editing you're Yeah, like, yeah. Give us back is all that our comments. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> every week, you're um, like, I don't
0: know if that's a good thing, for no. Writing Aid, but thank you for helping me. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, and on top of that, because that's just writing, uh, mm. the creating of my audio drama. <laughs> soon-to-be future podcast audiobook thing <laughs> uh, is coming on very nicely. So, I got the first episode out to beta listeners, yourself yep. included. Yes. Yes. I've uh, got some good feedback from everyone. I am now... I fixed some of those things. Some of them, they're like, oh, I could go fix that. It's going to take me like 10 hours. So, I'll just let mm. that one slide. It's the first one. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, learn as you go. Uh so, the second one, I've got all the voices down and sorted for that. Yeah, So, cool. then now I get to actually do the real fun. Well, that's quite fun, but I'm getting a lot better at using the application, or mm. the, so Microsoft, so I can get those voices even more realistic sounding with yeah. better annotations and pacing and lexicons and all sorts of fun stuff I've been using to make sure they pronounce things properly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you have to
0: like re-edit. Yeah. So, words and stuff.
1: this one's not that big. I think it's only a 5,000, 6,000 word chapter which ends up being like 140 lines of, not 140 lines, 140 different files because okay. I create each sort of either speaking bit or paragraph as its own file because that way I can move them around when I chuck them in my um, Adobe Audition. Uh, yeah, so the last one, the first episode was like 250 it or something like that. mad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. So it took me all week, most nights during the week or four nights this week for about an hour to get all those voices down mm. and a couple of sessions on the weekend. Uh, but that's ready, so now I get to do the cool bit and like put it all in and add in sound effects and special effects and ambience and all that sort of stuff, yeah, so I'm pretty excited fun. for that. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah, that one will be out sounding, for beta listeners. It
0: sounding pretty cool. I think about halfway through listening. Yeah, nice. Chapter, yeah, so.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'm building a website for that and everything else, so I've still got to do that to figure out how yeah. I release it as a podcast. So lots to do. I don't think that'll be out. Mm-hmm. I reckon I might go June because I just want to have a couple – ready I want to have everything ready for the website I want to test everything
0: sprinting to keep up with the release schedule
1: yeah no I've already done that with the writing and while it's okay to do with one thing it's not as easy to do with two so there'll be a fortnightly release so I'll do one chapter one of those released that
0: makes sense (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. for now until like I don't know I either get busy or quiet at day job and be like "Ah, I'm going to do all the things at once
0: (laughs) I'm going to stick with my fortnightly
1: yeah (laughs) That's that's probably a good attitude, Sean, but it's not my attitude. It's my smart attitude. (laughs) I'm
0: kind to myself. still do the weekly music stuff, but that's a bit easier. I can keep a mic still a month or two ahead. Yeah, that's nice. It's not as stressy. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) And I can pump those out
1: pretty fast. (laughs) Well, I'm shocked because I'm going to move to Fortnite, Lee, after... I think this will be this coming week or the next week. I can't remember which chapter I released. It was both chapters. 19 and 9?
0: On yeah, it would have been the twenty. Date would have been twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. Yeah, so it was both our chapters. So this will.
1: Yeah, so I think it's this week or the week after. I will then move to fortnightly.
0: Yeah, because you'd be like release it one more Star Ranger and then yeah, just do a amo the next week.
1: Yeah, which is crazy because that means now I'm like I've got too much time because that puts me like (laughs) sixteen weeks ahead or something like that because I've already got the other ones. Yeah, on the book front. On the book front. It's <laughs> no, it's like not ahead.
0: disappearing. It's like yes, it being is. directed
1: I've into the stuff. You've got too much time stuff. now. I need to take no, on something else. That's
0: not how it works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, Andy. Silly world. It doesn't of magically for the week.
0: create extra time in your life when you're already dropping it down to like fortnightly to fit in the other thing.
1: <laughs> Disagree. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can talk about this
1: all day, but we'd rather talk about the news.
0: It's Monday, the 24th of April, 2023, and this is News with Sean. In Web3 and Tech News this week, in a series of tweets on April 19th, Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and Twitter, threatened Microsoft with a lawsuit alleging that the company illegally trained its artificial intelligence on Twitter data. Musk claimed that Microsoft scraped information from the platform to train its AI and sell the data to others. While Microsoft didn't explain why it was winding down Twitter support, Musk further accused the company of demonetizing Twitter data by removing advertisements and then selling the data to others. Microsoft's decision means its customers will lose access to their Twitter accounts through its tools. Microsoft has also, so far, declined to comment on Musk's claims and its decision to scrap Twitter ad support. So there's a bit of a feud going on.
1: (laughs) I I do follow uh, young Elon on the Twitter and uh, he certainly is a funny guy. He's not scared to throw shade around.
0: Yeah. So watch that space. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Moving on now. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, has announced that it is laying off another 4,000 employees in technical roles as part of its ongoing cost-cutting efforts. Yeah. The job cuts will impact employees in areas such as user experience, software engineering, graphics programming, and gameplay engineering for the company's virtual reality products. (laughs) Meta has previously announced plans to cut around 10,000 jobs in total, with the latest round of layoffs focusing on technical roles, while additional cuts are expected to target business groups in late May. So the pain hasn't finished yet for, yes, the cuts in Meta. (laughs) Well, I
1: wonder, though, like if you got hired four years ago for a certain technology, is is that technology now just automatic?
0: Who knows? It depends what it is. Yes. Who knows? (laughs) Ponders me, yeah. (laughs) All right, moving on now to the world of publishing. The Society of Authors has launched a new campaign called Tree to Me, which aims to give authors more control over the environmental impact of physical books. The campaign encourages authors to ask publishers 10 questions about sustainability, covering topics such as materials used in production, packaging and energy consumption. The Society of Authors is a founding partner of the Sustainability Industry Forum, a cross-industry initiative that seeks to reduce the environmental impact of the book business, along with other industry schemes, including Publishing Declares and the Carbon Calculator launched by the Publishers Association for its members in 2022. So really, it's just helping direct authors to be yeah. like, start asking these questions of your publishers so we can start pushing, what are you doing to help to like actually yeah. reduce your sustainability impacts? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on again. All right. Self-published authors are earning more on average than those published by traditional presses, according to a recent survey by the Alliance of Independent Authors. The survey found that the median income of primary income self-publishing authors, those who spend over half their working time on writing and publishing activities, was $12,749 in 2022. I'm assuming American dollars there. Yes, with the median income for all respondents rising 53% on the previous year. Romance, fantasy, sci-fi, speculative and crime thriller detective genres were the most popular genres for self-publishers, representing 57% of all respondents. There so self-publishing industry is still going strong for speculative fiction and all our genre groups, so yes. yay yeah. for us.
1: Yeah.
0: And that, my friends, was News with Sean
1: All right, Shall we get into this episode?
0: I believe that's what the people are calling for, so yes. (laughs) Get into the episode, get in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's on you. All
0: right. (laughs) Let's do it.
1: All right. So hmm Audiobook distribution.
0: Audiobook distribution. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, okay, it's one of those ones. Um, <laughs> I thought I would start off with what is an audiobook.
0: You love doing the first little description.
1: Yeah, well, because sometimes there's different nuances and different things um, for the listener and uh, that I learn as well. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I thought this was all audiobooks. But there's different types of audiobooks and all sorts of different yes, stuff. Yes, yes. So, so hit thought, us
0: with it. Hit us with the, like, firstly, what is an audiobook? Okay. So an what audi- types of audiobooks there are. All oh,
1: right, I will, I will. Uh, (coughs) So, an audiobook is a recording of a book being read aloud. Shock horror. Uh, Instead of reading the text on a page or a screen, you can listen to the book being read to you. So, audiobooks have become increasingly popular popular in the recent years as they offer a convenient way to read books while doing other activities such as driving, exercising or relaxing. They can be a great way to enjoy a book when you don't have the time or energy to read it in print form, which I definitely, I think we talked, I think I Mm. definitely do more audiobooks than I do written.
0: I most... If you don't include
1: manga, because I read a lot of them.
0: I balance it all. I read every night. Yeah. But yeah, listen to audiobooks in the car drives to work yeah. and stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, definitely not as many as I would have been listening to five or ten years ago. That's for <laughs> sure. Yeah. So many audiobooks, many audiobooks are narrated by professional voice actors, and some even include sound effects or musical accompaniment. Some books may be abridged or condensed for the audio format, while others are read in their entirety. Which gets me, because I didn't actually know what this was. I'd seen it before. Yeah, hit us with,
0: like, what on earth is abridged versus unabridged, Andy? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) an
1: unabridged audiobook is a recording of the entire text of the book without any abridgment or editing. This means that every word, sentence, and paragraph in the book is included in the audio recording. Unabridged audiobooks are ideal for those who want to experience the complete story or information contained in the original book. Mm. Hmm. So on the other hand though, you have abridged books Uh, These have been edited or condensed in some way to make them shorter or more concise This might involve cutting out entire sections of the book, summarising parts of the story Or simplifying complex language or language that does not work well for audio Mm. Uh, And from experience doing my little podcast thing, some things just don't work as well so I have actually changed some of my book just for the um, audio version.
0: Yeah, you notice yeah. like sounds sort of start tripping over tongues a bit if you yeah. use too many I don't, or L's things or things aren't...
1: <laughs> while you read that and it makes sense, when someone says it without... Because I'm obviously using AI, so I can't yeah. get all the inflections right. Um, sometimes it just doesn't sound right. Yeah. So you need to change it around. So the listener will be like, oh, I get what you're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is worth noting that some readers prefer unabridged audiobooks because they feel that abridged versions can lose some of the nuance or depth of the original text. Cool. Yeah, but that's there's not just abridged and unabridged. Yeah, what are uh, some of the other styles? Yeah, so you've got Pug Pod, Pud. Pud. Pud.
0: Pudding? (laughs) Oh, yummy. You've
1: got podcast-style audiobooks. Some audiobooks are structured like podcasts with multiple voices, interviews, and discussions, often in non-fiction genres, but also uh, using AI and coming to your ears shortly. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then you've also got my personal favourite, original audio dramas. So some audiobooks are created as original audio dramas with a full cast of voice actors, sound effects, and music, creating a unique listening experience. And the difference between like that podcast style one that I'm doing is I still have a narrator that's reading the book and that. When you get into those like audio dramas, um, that's when you have, it's almost like listening to a movie, so to speak. Yeah,
0: Girl in Space is my one that I listened to that I loved. That's definitely in that um, more audio drama because, yeah, it's just you just hearing the characters and the sound effects to give you the setting and stuff.
1: Yes, which is what we intend to do for our one-shots at some point. Yeah, at some point. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, that's what audiobooks are. Okay. So there's there's not just someone reading a book to you. There's all sorts of different ways it can be delivered, abridged, yeah. unabridged, music, no music, no narrator, all the narrator, et cetera, et cetera,
0: Okay. That's good. Knowing what audiobooks are. All right. Do you can want you t- me to get it? I would love it? for
1: you to tell me all about what audiobook distribution is.
0: I would love to tell everybody about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, Audiobook distribution. So it refers to the process of making audiobooks available to the public through various channels. This involves making digital copies or physical copies of the audiobook and distributing them to retailers, libraries and other platforms where people can purchase or borrow them. The distribution process for audiobooks typically involves working with a distributor or aggregator who will handle the logistics of getting the audiobook into the hands of customers. You can also self-publish from your website, but back on track for now about distribution. The distribu- distributor may work with various retailers and platforms including online marketplaces such as Amazon and Audible, as well as brick-and-mortar bookstores and libraries. Audiobook distribution also involves ensuring that the audiobook is available in the appropriate formats such as MP3 or CD. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I <laughs> guess
1: some parts some of the libraries world, I'm might sure. like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that it meets the actual technical specifications required by each platform that you're distributing to for that audio format. Yes. Overall, audiobook distribution is a crucial part of the audiobook production process, as it helps to ensure that the audiobook reaches the widest possible audience and is available in a variety of formats and channels which we will get into soon.
1: Yes, very much so. Yeah,
0: so pretty much it's, I've made the file. If you're using AI or maybe you've hired someone, we'll get into how you do that later. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've got my thing. How do I get it to people? Yeah, That's yeah. what this is all about.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Spookishly <laughs> yeah. similar to how do I distribute oh, distribution? A book. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> well, uh, very spookishly similar. <laughs> uh, so I I had a look into this when I was doing my research because we'll get into you know how do I actually distribute my audio book? So yeah. you've got your audio file. Creating audiobooks is probably a whole different thing. We've talked about different ways of doing it, and we'll mention it a little bit well, later Well, yeah, on. we're
0: just going to mention different things you can yeah, look yeah, into. Yeah. For so, but
1: we won't go deep into that. But you've got your audiobook. How do you distribute it? And I was shocked to find that it's a very similar conversation <laughs> between uh, going narrow, uh, a.k.a. Amazon, or <laughs> or going wide, everyone else.
0: Look what you found out! Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's well, I, I didn't realize.
0: The same again. <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I was shocked at how similar it was, and but it, yeah. I have a bit of a different opinion on it this time, and we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was shocked. I was well, not shocked. I didn't like <gasps> when I did, was sitting at the cafe doing my research, but I was like, oh,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, cheeky little Amazon. Ah, uh, yeah. Good Look on him. him. Good Look for at them. Him. Look at him go. I knew Jeffo. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. So
0: let's actually get into it though. Alright, we've talked we've talked a
1: lot about Amazon. Do you want me to
0: Yeah, kick it off with like the narrow version, I guess. Yeah, it, like okay. who's the narrow so book distribution? Like it, audiobook
1: distribution. It, Ooh, yeah, almost yeah. said
0: the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't actually say Amazon. It's uh, ACX. Mm. They're the big dogs in town, so to speak.
0: What does that, that stand for?
1: Audiobook Creative Exchange, which is Audible's self service production and distribution service, mm. which is owned by Amazon yeah, <laughs> yeah okay um, so for a long time it was actually the only option available to indie authors looking to publish their audiobooks and it is still one of the most widely used distribution services mm. yeah because I and I'll get to this a bit later I don't think I've listened to any audiobooks off not on audible
0: no I've only I, like I think I've said this later too but in the notes but yeah I'm audible and I've used google books a couple of times okay but that's
1: it. Yeah, I'm Audible on YouTube. And then believe it or not. Yeah, if I'm randomly. audio
0: dramas I was on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway,
1: back back to it. Um, so it is worth noting though that if you are going to use Audible, you at least have to have an ebook available on Amazon to use the service. Mm. Yeah. So if your audiobook has to be on Amazon. So I'm not sure how that works though with audio dramas. Because you'll there are some audio dramas on Audible, like Aliens Out of the Shadows. Go listen mm. to it, it's free. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Do they have to make an ebook version of like the script or something?
1: I don't know, but I think there's also, and this is very much the generic answer. I definitely know there are. There's podcasts on Audible. Mm. There's also this is only for Audible ones I've seen with like Kevin Hart. I think did a couple of his. Yeah. And there's this other like self help lady that I listen to. Uh, she doesn't have books of this. This is Audible. I've got her just to do this. So it's yeah. a bit different. I think when Audible steps to you, but if you just log on through the website. Uh, as a general free user, then you probably have to have an ebook on Amazon available. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, and this bit I also found interesting. ACX mm. only distributes to three locations, which is Amazon, Audible, and Apple Books. Mm. So it actually goes to Apple as well. I didn't realize. I don't know if that how current this data is because mm. I couldn't find dates on some of the stuff I was researching, but I found that interesting. Uh, and much like Kindle Direct Publishing, ACX offers authors two options for distribution: so exclusive to ACX so this option prevents you from distributing or selling your audiobook through any other channel whether that's another retailer a subscription service directly from your website and I put in brackets here why do they hate authors so much <laughs> uh or even physical cd forms I so know bootlegging it uh like it's 1995 oh I can't yeah.
0: sell it from my bootleg. I know my grandma's going to be disappointed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in exchange for your ACX exclusivity, I'm impressed. I said that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, they pay you a royalty rate at, of forty percent of the list price. But it's also worth noting, <laughs> I've got so mm. many notes on this one. So many notes. notes yeah, notes. yeah. They're like it's forty percent of the list price, which you can actually list at whatever price you'd like for an audiobook. However, mm. most people that use Audible use their credits to purchase a book, which is set currently at sixteen forty-five a month. So even if you list it for thirty. You only get forty percent of the sixteen forty five price. So if someone uses one of their credits, mm. it's only sold for sixteen forty five. Therefore, you only get forty percent of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so even if you list it for a hundred dollars and everyone just uses a credit to buy it, yep. you'll never sell a hundred dollar audiobook. Yeah, yeah,
0: that makes sense. I definitely use just the credits as much as I can. <laughs>
1: yeah, and even when I want to buy audiobooks, I just buy more credits unless you get some of them yeah. that are on sale for like less than the cost of three credit. Like three credits is thirty bucks or thirty two bucks or something, something like that because I discount it. And then, but occasionally you'll get one for like eight or ten dollars or something, and I'll be yeah. like, I'll just buy that outright. Okay, so yeah. to be
0: aware of the ecosystem you're getting into. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, that's exclusive. I'll just go on quickly with non-exclusive. Yeah. Uh, so this allows you to distribute your audiobook elsewhere in any form you want, but your royalty rate will only be twenty five percent of the listed price on ACX. Mm. Um, it's worth note uh, if you choose to produce your audiobook under a royalty share model which we might talk a little bit about later mm. the narrator on ACX will automatically be enrolled in the exclusivity option oh sorry if you use the narrator option or if you use someone from ACX you will automatically be exclusive mm. and you'll not be able to get out of it unless you buy out the narrator's cost okay. so you can actually yeah, and we'll get into it you can actually use a narrator and like split the profits as opposed to paying up front yeah
0: okay so if you actually like Organize and do your thing through ACX with yeah. your narrator. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive instantly.
1: Yeah. So, you can either pay your narrator up front. I guess we'll talk about it a bit yeah, now. You okay. can either pay your narrator up front Neither. and be like, oh, hi. or you can go, I'll give you a 30%, 50%, Royalty 0% share. down, but we'll take a percentage of the profit. Yeah, okay. Uh, and if you do that through ACX, you are exclusive. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, which gets interesting. Um, and I'll let you talk about the next point.
0: The narrator's royalty percentage is determined between you and them, as far as we can tell. And you can also just pay up front or use your own narrator. Is that the one you wanted me to move on to? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I didn't see that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much what you were just saying. Yes. though. Like,
0: Yeah. When you're picking out a narrator, you are going to have to negotiate, I guess, your contract with them because you are hiring someone to do work for you and stuff, and it's going to impact what you do. Yes, yes, I will move on, though, to ACX narrowing exclusivity. Oh, no, I can't say it today. Exclusivity. There we go. Yay. (laughs) Period. (laughs) (laughs) Full stop.
1: Oh, no, the other. So,
0: however, the big difference between... However... Who did this?
1: Me. Andy. All right. It should read like this, my friend. Read However, <laughs> the big difference between KDP Select and ACX exclusivity <laughs> is the length of the exclusivity period. While KDP Select renews every 90 days, ACX, which is Audible, contracts are for seven years. Mm. I say again, seven years.
0: Yeah, you're stuck there for a long time.
1: Yes. So if you go for that <laughs> uh, using the narrator scheme, yeah. See, yeah, see where I'm heading with that? Yeah. Seven years. is.
0: It's a long time to give up the ability to do what you want with your own product.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, but that being said, ACX recently changed its terms and now allows authors who own the full rights to their audiobooks. So, you've already paid uh, your narrator out, etc. Mm. Uh, so, you own the full rights to their audiobook. You get out of exclusivity after 90 days. So, similar to KDP uh, Select, which is Kindle. Mm. Yeah, Uh, this doesn't apply to books produced under a royalty share agreement. So once again, if you own it and it's yours done outside of ACX or if you've paid uh, your narrator up front and they don't own any royalties in your book, then you can do the 90 days. Otherwise, it's seven years, which is big.
0: That's a long time.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. We'll talk about it at the end. But yeah, that's you need to think about that. Yes. Depending on your model. <laughs> what and... you want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about yes. some of the pricing and royalties I sure while I do. So have a breath?
0: ACX pricing and royalties. So whether you're exclusive or not, there's one crucial element you won't be able to control in ACX. It's your audiobook's price, as we sort of were already talking a bit about. Yeah. Each retailer reached by ACX is free to price or discount your audiobook at their sole discretion. Generally, that price is on your audiobook's length, and ACX provides the following ballpark breakdown for the pricing you can expect for your audiobook on Audible. So, if your book's um, under an hour, you'll get under $7. Yeah. <laughs> if it's one to three hours, between $7 to $10. 3 to 5 hours, 10 to $20, 5 to 10 hours, 15 to $25, 10 to 20 hours, 20 to $30, and 20 plus hours. So that's a pretty long audiobook book. Mm-hmm. You only get between $25 and $35.
1: Yeah, is what you can list it for. Sorry, you can, or, list, sorry, it you can list it for anything, but that's the recommended rate. Yes. And what they'll sort of stick with.
0: So your revenue on audiobook sales will basically depend on two main factors. So number one, your audiobooks length. And number two, whether you're exclusive with ACX. But also remember that most people are not paying full price for your audio book. Like we are saying before, if they use credits on Audible, it's going to be only paying that $16 rather than it might be a 20-hour plus book. And they might recommend you price it at $25 to $35, mm-hmm. but yep. you're not going to get that if they use a credit. Yes. So yeah, So, ACX, it's complex. You need to look into it. It's got good benefits. It's got those little caveats of just be aware of what you're getting yourself into. As always, do your research. (laughs) Yes, of course.
1: And I I think I had it in there. I may have taken it out. I did a little bit of math. Mm. Uh, So I think on average, you're getting about $3 to $4 per purchase.
0: Yeah, okay. That's how much you're getting.
1: Yes, I think so. More if you're exclusive. Yeah. and And you've paid for your narrator. But I think otherwise you're looking at uh, about 3 or $4, or it goes up to like 6 or $7. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move on now to going wide. So, in the past few years, several other audiobook distributors have emerged. Many of them offer authors a strong alternative to Amazon ACX and greater reach into hundreds of audiobook retailers, subscription services, and libraries. Naturally, this means you can't go exclusive on ACX and can only ever earn the 25% on Audible sales, yeah. minus the distributor's cut, of course. Yep. This can be a significant risk if most of your audiobook income comes from Audible. But considering the diversity and benefits of using wide audiobook distributors over ACX, you've got to make your own choices about this stuff, which leads beautifully into, let's go through some of the benefits. Yeah,
1: it's one Mm -hmm. point I want to call out there that you have quickly mentioned is that, so that 25% you get because you're not exclusive Mm. with uh, ACX, ACX. you also have to pay your distributor's fee. So that might bring you down to 15 to 10% of that list price. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you just have to be aware <laughs> yeah,
1: of what you're doing. Where's your world.
0: audience what you're doing. Yeah,
1: but what are some of the benefits? You're the benefits girl. I
0: do like doing benefits. So the first benefit is the increased reach that comes with using these distributors. Findaway Voices, for example, can reach over 40 different outlets, including smaller subscription services and libraries in countries such as Europe and Canada. Libraries in particular can play a big role in audiobook discoverability and revenue, with many authors reporting that they make up over one-third of their audiobook income on platforms such as Findaway Voices. The second benefit of using white audiobook distributors is greater price control. Indie authors can run price promotions on their audiobooks, which was not possible with ACX. With wide distributors, authors can choose their own retail price, opening up a world of opportunities for discounted or free first-in-series, limited-time discount promotions or discounted audiobook box sets. So you've got a bit more flexibility with how you want to market
1: and what you
0: want to do. And finally, authors who use wide audiobook distributors have access to Chirp, a site for audiobook deals that handpicks selected audiobook deals and promotes them to a growing list of listeners. Unlike BookBub featured deals, which can cost several hundred dollars, Chirp featured deals are currently free for authors and have already proven to work exceptionally well to boost sales. To submit your audiobook for a Chirp deal, you need to make sure that it's available for sale on Chirp, which you can only achieve through Findaway Voices, and the discount price is lower than the audiobook's actual listed retailer price, which makes sense, because then it's not a discount. Yeah. <laughs> Price hike. That's silly. Um, according to Will Daggers. I'm sorry about the Dagers. pronunciation. Daggers. Daga- D- <laughs> That's getting worse. Sorry. From Findaway Voices, Chirp is by far their fastest growing retailer, which is a good enough reason for its own on its own to favour Findaway voices over other distributors, potentially, if you're going wide. I would have
1: thought the person from Findaway would say that.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Being like, you should come to house. So overall, using wide audiobook distributors can help indie authors reach more listeners. You can increase your revenue, have more control over that too, and have greater control over promotions. Yeah. Which is kind of fun.
1: Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> it's, it sounds similar to normal books. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Of course, you have to like measure all this stuff up with where your listeners are. They're all on Audible. Maybe think about it.
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) I think I think we talked about that in our just normal book distribution. There are obviously certain genres and places where that sell better. Yeah. And places that don't, so yeah. you gotta think about that as well. Do your research yes. into your audience.
0: All right, let's actually just list off a few of the actual wide sort of distributors. Yep. So that we and we'll have links to all of these things in our show notes yes, I as did put them always. all. always. Yep. Do you want to go yeah, ahead? and head I'll off s- first with Findaway Voices. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, so we've mentioned Findaway already. Uh, they are the leading non-ACX audiobook distributor. Mm. Uh, so second place, really. Uh, both in terms of titles distributed and the number of outlets reached.
0: I think they may have actually been bought by Spotify recently too.
1: Worth noting, (laughs) and we may have mentioned Uh this last year (laughs) on the podcast, but in 2022, they were acquired by Spotify.
0: Yeah. Spotify is buying a lot because, yes, I think I said Soundtrap that I use has been bought by Spotify. Well,
1: that's what you do. And
0: Anchor, our podcast distribution was also bought by Spotify recently.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the standard business model, right? Like, yes. if you're a small startup, you want to get big enough to sell it to a bigger person. Yeah. The bigger people want to keep buying more to increase their portfolio on so. profit diversity. And It's always fascinating, blah,
0: blah, blah, blah. though, just to watch it slowly happen. Yeah, it
1: is. It's is. It interesting to be involved in it. Yeah, just seeing like it actually change it over change.
0: all of a sudden. Because, yeah, yes. Anchor's now like podcasts or Spotify for podcasters, or something, yeah, <laughs> or something with <weird>. yes, <laughs> true. Still true. great, we love you, still. <laughs>
1: yes, we certainly do. All right, so Final Voices Network reaches over 170 countries around the world and they offer seamless integration with Draft to Digital, mm-hmm. who we discussed uh, previously. Uh, so you can carry over your metadata instead of re entering it from scratch. Uh, now that they're owned by Spotify, your audiobook will be able to reach Spotify through Findaway. it's mm, yeah, very can, cool. Yeah, it is. You can also pick and choose which outlets you want to distribute to, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, And similar to ACX, they offer they also offer audiobook production services, included, uh, including a hybrid royalty share option through Voice Share, which is their name for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, however, you'll need to... F- front 50% of the audiobook production cost. So I think in ACX, I haven't done this, so I can't give you a 100% answer. You can, uh, if you can find a voice actor that's happy to just to take royalties, you can go with zero down almost, I'd say, Mm. as where You have to have 50% down through voice share, yeah, (laughs) uh, the royalties for Findaway. Uh, so Findaway voices offers 80% of the royalties they receive from their distributed distribution partners. Uh, the actual royalty can vary greatly depending on the partner's retail model, uh, straight sale versus subscription service versus library, etc. Mm-hmm. And I think we might talk about these a bit later on, just briefly. Uh, still, most non-Amazon major retails pay between 40 and 50% of the list price. And after Way's distribution cut, this represents a net royalty for the offer of 32 to 40% of the list price. Okay. Yeah. So, for sales through Amazon Audible... Find a way will receive 25% of the list price, which means authors who will earn a net royalty of 80% of the 25%, which is 20%. Which
0: is pretty much what you'd get if you just went through ACX in many ways. Yeah, so
1: if you got a $20 and book... And didn't go narrow. $4 as opposed to 5
0: hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so Interesting. A, you're off a dollar Aggregator a data service. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, do you want to go up next and talk about yeah. Kobo?
0: So Kobo Writing Life. So in t- in 2019, the popular ebook site Kobo Writing Life began publishing audiobooks. So Kobo is part of Rakuten, a Japanese-based e-commerce company, giving it a strong international presence. So, retailer platforms that it can reach. It distributes currently to its network of publishing and library partners, including Walmart, Indigo, Bowl Overdrive, and Rakuten Kobo. Um, Royalties and commissions. So, Kobo offers authors 70% of the list price on books priced $2.99 and higher. For books between $0.99 and $2.98, authors receive 45% royalties. So, you're incentivized to not make your book really cheap. Yes. (laughs) Exclusivity. So Kobo doesn't ask for exclusivity, so you can easily pair other distribution methods with a Kobo account. Cool. Price control. Kobo allows authors to set their own prices, and they can do so in 16 different currencies. Kobo also has the unique option to let authors offer their book for free if you'd like to. So if you want to do like a bit of a promo, a first in series, make that free, you have the option to do that.
1: Yeah, nice. I think there was the Rakuten... uh... Uh, Competitor for the Kindle pad, like Kindle. Yeah, Kobo
0: is often, yeah, Yeah, I think it is. It's all linked up to that.
1: Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Yeah, you hit us with the next one.
1: All right. So, Lantern Audiobooks, which was formerly Listen Up Audiobooks. So, Mm. slash Listen Up Audiobooks have been around for longer than Find Away Voices, have a similar distribution reach and royalty model to Find Aways, and also offer audiobook production services, albeit at a slightly higher cost per hour than the average one on Find Away Voices. So, Listen Up. Or Lantern charges 149 to 199 upfront fee per title for distribution, uh, which they waive for titles produced through Listen Up. Mm. Yeah. So if you're using their services, you can get it out there for free. But if yeah. you've already got your voice acting and stuff, you then you got to pay the 150 the to 200 bucks. Yep. Uh, this and the fact that you can get your Listen Up audiobooks into Chirp make them a slightly less attractive. Option. Oh, can't get your Listen. There we go. That makes better. Can't get onto <laughs> Chirp. I was like, hang on, that doesn't make sense. Uh, make it a little less, uh, slightly attractive option, mm. uh, unless you're using them for production. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're royalties, so listen up. Royalty model is identical to Findaway's. They take a twenty percent cut on royalties received from retail partners, meaning authors will earn a thirty-two to forty percent of list price on most non-Amazon store sales, and twenty percent on ACX. Yeah. Okay. Or you know, Amazon. Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Authors Republic. Authors Republic is the next one. So It's a well-known audiobook distributor, and as opposed to Find Findaway Voices and Listen Up, they don't offer production services directly, but instead focus exclusively on distribution. One thing to note is that Authors Republic accepts submissions from authors or publishers from any country in the world, and thus can be a good option for authors in countries not supported by other major distributors. For their royalties, Author Republic takes a large distribution cut, 30%, resulting in lower net royalties for the author. So that's 28 to 35% of list price on most non-Amazon store sales and 17.5% on Amazon's or Audible sales. Yeah. So I guess they take a bigger cut. It sounds like they're trying to make themselves more accessible, though, to the rest of the world, which may get more complex, I guess, so they need to pay for themselves. Yes. (laughs) All right. On to you for the next one.
1: All right. So Publish Drive. Uh, We might just hammer through the last ones a couple a bit quickly yeah so publish drive is the only aggregator in this list that also offers ebook and print on demand distribution allowing authors to control all of their different formats distributed from one place Hmm. Uh, their royalties their business model is entirely different from the rest instead of taking a cut on royalties publish drive charges a monthly subscription fee and pays hundred percent of net royalties The monthly fee depends on the number of titles you distribute with them, and each different format, eBook, print, audio, counts as a separate title. So you just pay. It's good, I think, if you're going to be selling a lot, but if you're not, you probably opt for a fee Mm. uh, without actually selling any. But yeah, so that's a quick overview of Publish Drive. You want to hit us with SoundWise? Yeah,
0: so SoundWise is a bit of an interesting one. So SoundWise's audience is small but loyal. So, many of its customers favor content within the Soundwise system, so distributing here can open your book up to new, dedicated listeners. As Soundwise doesn't distribute to retailers, but instead it distributes content through its own app and web interface. So, yes. it is a bit of a standalone one. Yeah. That could be interesting to be part of. Um, like Publish Drive, Soundwise doesn't take a percentage of your royalties. Instead, they charge a monthly or annual fee with different tiers of service. Um, and the Soundwise is non-exclusive as well, and authors may also set their own prices. So you can set up limited time promotions if you'd like to. Yes. So very isolated, but an interesting one to know about too. Yes. And we'll have, there's more details in our show notes if you'd like to have a look, everyone. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Moving on, though.
1: All right. So, subscription services and library sales.
0: Yeah, an interesting one. Yeah,
1: so this... I think I got my head around this, so bear with me. Mm. Uh, we've, we've talked about percentages and costs a little, but the reality is that a a la carte uh, <laughs> sales generally only represent a small part of the total audiobook income. In... Oh, sorry the main one comes from subscription services and library sales mm. which i didn't realize so to complicate things further both subscription services and library distributors can operate under different models from credit-based subscriptions and revenue pools to cost per checkout Understanding those is the first step to understanding your audiobook royalty statements. So, we'll try to shed some light on these. Mm. Okay. Do you want to start with subscription yeah, services? Yeah, so
0: subscription services. Credit-based subscription is where listeners pay a monthly subscription fee to get credits, which they can redeem against audiobooks. Authors can earn the same royalty as an a la carte sale when their audiobook is purchased using credits. So, think kind of audible yeah, that makes with sense. the credits yeah. and stuff. Um, unlimited Subscription. So this is where listeners pay a monthly subscription fee to listen to as many audiobooks as they want. So authors earn the same royalty as an a la carte sale when a subscriber listens to a 15% or more of their audiobook.
1: It's kind of like a Netflix.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's like you still get paid if someone listens to your thing
1: for yeah. more than 15%. But, but, yeah, but the user's just paying a, a monthly fee and they can just go sick.
0: Yes. Yeah. And the last one is revenue pool share subscription. So this is where listeners pay a monthly subscription fee contributing to a total revenue pool in inverted quotation marks. Yeah, so it's yeah. It's not inverted just in quotation marks. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, that's> just... <laughs> I don't want what an inverted quotation mark would be. Yeah. Authors receive a percentage of that revenue pool based on their pro rata share of total listening time. So that would be... Very competitive and you'd be like, I really want my my percentage of my Yeah, the business. higher your percentage is, yeah. <laughs> the more the money more, you'll get. Yeah, it's, it's like equity. Rather honestly. than just sale of the book than what you've put it up for, I yeah, guess. It's,
1: so. Yeah, it's time time. On it's the an tools. interesting one. Yeah, so, yeah. we don't have
0: specific examples, but they're just like, to be aware, there's some of the different subscription models available for audiobooks Yeah, which you'll
1: get when there. you go wide.
0: Yeah. Yes. And that first one, I guess, is very much
1: very audible. Very audible. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yes, moving on now to libraries. All Andy, right. hit us up with the library options that are out there. Yeah,
1: so, library, libraries purchase a license to lend the audiobook to a maximum of one patron at a time. Authors earn a royalty based on their library price, which can often become more expensive than the retail price. Mm. So, what I think that means is the library might buy the audiobook from you at an inflated price and then as part of that contract it is you can lend it to one person at a time indefinitely. Mm. You can't just print it out through your um, printer and then distribute it. You know, Ooh, you know who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, so, and the other option is cost per checkout. So, libraries are granted a license to lend the audiobook to a maximum of one patron at a time. Authors are remunerated per checkout, i.e., mm. every time a patron borrows the audiobook. Uh, the, they pay per checkout. Oh, sorry, the pay per checkout varies based on the library distributor and is either a function of the audiobook's length or its library price. So Mm -hmm. I think it's either, yeah, once again, every every time someone checks it out, you get a minor fee as opposed to the library buying it off you mm. for a large fee at the start and then lending it out.
0: Yeah, there's like some good stuff to understand just of how, I guess, these different businesses are actually bringing in the income or like selling it to the consumer. So you need to be aware, I guess, of yes. how the platforms you want to go onto are doing this. Yeah. So what exactly. you're signing up for.
1: Yeah. But as I said, it's been quite interesting learning all this because I, I didn't know mm. how similar it was, but how sort of nuanced it is to normal. Book yeah. distribution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: okay. Um, we just want to go over quite quickly as well, just a bit of audiobook production options. So we've talked about a few, but we just wanted to, we're not going to go in detail, The yes. kind of just list off. What is out there for people if I'm like, oh, I've got a book, which I do soon, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I want to actually turn this into an audio book, which I will at soon. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, let, let me sell you on some of the different ways you could do that. Please do. All right. So, AI, and that mm. was pretty much our entire last podcast.
0: Yes. So, yep. that is an option for that me. That is an
1: option. You can hire a narrator. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of different ways to do that. Upwork, Fiverr. Uh, professionals through Findaway or ACX, are also the other options that yeah, we talked
0: about. Because we talked about a few of those, you can actually find narrators through those yeah. systems too.
1: Uh, or for absolute, you know, velvety uh, podcast stars like us, oh, we could yeah. obviously uh, self-narrate.
0: Ooh, using my own
1: voice. <laughs> you, you, you want to do that? You just want to turn it into an AI because be you're so lazy handy. and you don't want to, <laughs> and you just want to like cut and paste the book in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, then you. <laughs> While you can do it, then you'll need something like Gar. I mean, GarageBand is pretty basic, but you could use uh, yeah. Soundtrap, Adobe Audition. There's heaps of different yeah. doors out there, I believe. Ways that
0: you can actually yeah, yeah record yourself. Yeah, but yeah, don't you always and tell me though, like work smarter, not harder? Do yeah, you know?
1: I don't think you realize how much work voice it recording is to make you need. A voice yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I don't think you've sat there adding thirty different commas to a paragraph to no. make it sound properly when you could have just read it yourself.
0: Yeah, that's why I think I'm heading more towards. That. I'm just going to hire a narrator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think, because I actually, so there's, this is a total uh, random story, but that's what we're here for. I um, follow a fellow on Twitter. Uh, mm. His latest audiobook just came out and he was very excited about the narrator because they do a lot of different voices. Mm. Uh, and I just started listening to it. I'm about uh, a couple of hours in and he's right. It is really good. Like a good narrator makes a very big difference to books because I've listened yeah. to some where I'm like, <sighs> just, this is probably a good book, but I just can't get over this person's voice it is annoying and others where you're like (laughs) like my favorite voice narrator or actor not voice actor because that's a bit different but narrator for books rc bray Mm. um those are like a real husky deep action voice like I oh, you wouldn't put him in a romance but i can just i don't care what story he's reading i just want to listen to him right yeah like it's that fair. yeah so i think a really good uh voice actor goes a long way or yeah narrator.
0: so i know it's going to be an investment so my thoughts are i'm probably going to wait to make the audio version of agent mother other yeah. for a bit um and to actually get the books out and stuff but i'm thinking in my mind like yeah maybe use Human narrator for the books, these big books that I'm doing. Yeah, but would want to in- explore the other options. I think for like, when I have ideas like little novellas or something. And yeah, then you yeah, can have play a play with a bit more with that stuff well, for those. I think. It's a
1: perfect uh, segue to what are your thoughts I did on audiobook nice distribution? Segue. Yeah, did you do it on purpose? <laughs> I've left you. you can't see, that is the smuggest face I've ever seen on show. Come on, eyebrows don't. are high, grinning, there's a sparkle in her eye. And she's I'm, like, you're welcome, Andy. I don't
0: pull off very many like smooth segues. That's true.
1: Usually just ruin mine when I've got one lined up.
0: Usually. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Andy, stop it.
0: But yes, our thoughts. Back to uh, actually talking yeah, okay. about that Yeah,
1: okay. You go. You're on a roll.
0: All right. Um, yeah, like as I say, I'm keen to actually make some versions of my book, like audiobook versions. Um, I don't really know which way I want to go after like looking into the distributors. I'm always interested in like find a way sounds kind of cool, but I'd need to look into a little bit deeper, mm. I think, the um readers' market and like where, I guess, like yeah. speculative fiction and stuff. Compare it to Audible and that stuff. Because, yeah, as we were saying before, I mostly listen only through, like, Audible um, and Google Books. I know Spotify is trying to ramp up the audiobook stuff, so I think I need to pay a bit more attention to what they're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll be doing my research before (laughs) choosing which way to go. Yeah. Um, Either way, it would all be available. Because even if you go through... Um, find a way or something and go wide yeah. with the little quotation marks, yep. you still end up on Amazon and uh, I think even Audible and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. So you still can be everywhere. It's just making that choice, I guess, of the royalty share of what makes more economic sense for you.
1: Yeah, I guess. And it's that, it's that mm. age-old question verse, you know, is 40% of 100 books sold or 25% of a million books sold? It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: I do like the library thing, though.
1: Yeah, the libraries yeah. always
0: gets to me with the wide. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, I love the idea yeah, of being Yeah, there's some, there's some young
1: snapper that's just looking to go on an adventure. Yeah, um, and I like the somewhere. idea of it being out yeah. there for them to
0: get so... I feel like I always want to lean towards wide, but yeah, I'll I'll do my research closer to the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh so I actually found this quite interesting. So for me it's almost and I I didn't really wasn't impressed with any other distributors besides Find a Way. Yeah, they're the looking big into player them.
0: these days. Yeah.
1: So I feel like you're kind of in sort of two camps here. And i I'm, I'm gonna talk about actual books as well, Mm. you're kind of like all in on Amazon, Amazon, KDP, and Audible. It's like you love it. (laughs) You love it. Or you sort of go the other way and you're like draft to digital and find a way.
0: Pretty much. It feels like that's the two two major players right now. Which
1: I think that answers our own questions because we want to be wide and I definitely want to. And that's the thing. I'm doing my audio book for Star Ranger as a podcast, right? It'll come out as a podcast because that way it's free for everyone, right? Yeah. Uh, I can get it out there. And it's a bit of an experiment as well in, in storytelling and technology. Um, but <laughs> I won't plug my other podcast on this podcast yet. Uh, but, like, for me, it's the same thing. Like, I can't yeah.
0: have this on my website. Like That oh, sounds a bit annoying. It
1: is. But also, I would never listen to an audiobook except on Audible. And not that I've gone deep into the vault of Audible, but I yeah. don't know how many Audible books I never actually listen to. Like, everyone I've looked at <laughs> seems to have at least a review or two on there. Yeah. So it's, there's not as many. There's, I don't know, it's probably 40,000 audio books on there. I don't know what the amount is. I don't know how yeah. many, as opposed to like Amazon, where there's a bazillion books.
0: Yeah. I
1: feel like you're going to get at least a couple of listens and some audience on Audible. That's, yeah, potentially. Possibly.
0: I think that's why it's going to be really interesting to pay attention to. Yeah, how Spotify develops their audiobook offering area yeah. sort of thing to see how much that moves. Because even just looking at the um, analytics and data yeah. for this podcast, yeah, like people do listen from so many different places and stuff. Like some of them surprise me, like how yeah. they've listened to the podcast. Yeah, things. it's so interesting, isn't it? I kind of almost, I like the idea of being available in as many places as possible for whatever suits the audience rather yeah. than forcing them somewhere.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, right? <laughs> but also, I I don't even know if I'm doing an audiobook, right? Like I'm really enjoying yeah. my sort of audio drama the way I'm doing it that way. So would I? Because that'd be yeah. a big investment because my book would be long. Would it be
0: more you'd release through sort of podcast distribution services? Yeah, well, I can get my like stuff there?
1: on Spotify, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Right it will exactly be on Spotify when I release it in you know six yeah. to eight weeks or whatever it is. Four days. Exactly to eight
0: weeks. the same way we release this one. Yeah, exactly. And this so, goes to like Apple. Everywhere, everywhere yeah. So it's in more
1: places for people to get around. Because I'm more interested in uh, getting people. I'd rather people just actually listen to my stuff and find it easy Mm. than try and become like I'm not going to become a millionaire from um, my AI narrated (laughs) first attempt at an audiobook. I think that's. But I'd rather uh, grow an audience, right? Yeah, because I want to have a community so i can share all my cool stories with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so i, I think we're like both leaning the same way. We're like we like we just like the idea of being available to more people if they'd like it. Yeah, and
1: different <laughs> countries and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool.
1: That's cool. Like i get it. We're sort of in that sort of english speaking Yeah. And once again, uh, this is all dependent on you if you're a romance person mm-hmm. and you're just punching out steamy audiobooks for that and you're all, most of your uh ebook and yep. hardcover stuff goes through amazon you know where we go to audible at, yeah. Yeah, if you like, know where your win.
0: readers are you go there yeah, but yeah for us it's like well like, we don't have a giant reader community yet so we want to find the community and yeah, so exactly. we We've need to, to be it. everywhere to find yeah, people <laughs>
1: yeah exactly I need, I need a couple of hundred thousand listens right until yeah. audible are like no no we'll pay you to do an audible yeah. exclusive not um you have to be exclusive to it yeah. yeah it's a different story
0: But, yeah, I think we're both on the same page a little bit with this one. Um, As always, as I've said before already in this podcast, do your own research. Go out and explore the options available to you because the right option is going to be different for everybody. It depends what you want to do, what genre you're writing in, so many different different ideas and possibilities and stuff. So do your research.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, I've just thought about this now um, as we're growing in our podcast, if you've actually done it, Hit us up. Tell us your thoughts.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, It'd we'd be like good to, to check know it all out. How you went through it and how you found the experience and... Yeah. Are you happy with well, which way you went? Did you go narrow or wide? Yes. We I are growing and
1: we'd love to learn from you as well.
0: Perfect. I think that's the perfect way to wrap that up. All right. All right, which means, everybody... Oh, it's, no. It's now time to enter Andy's Imaginasium.
1: Welcome to the Imaginasium. Yay! <laughs> I was trying so hard Man, not you to You look laugh. so stressed. I was. I'm like, not today, Sean. I'm not getting it wrong today. Come
0: on, it's been like four beautiful weeks of you stuffing that up. I, I know, but this is like
1: my favourite one, so I had to Fair put enough. my serious face on. Fair enough. I'll All right. be quiet now. So, this is uh, workout of the week number five. So, this week's workout is going to push you longer and harder than you've ever been pushed before. Because we've got a big one ahead of us. So, the track for this week is called Requiem by Geno... And this is in Japanese, so my apology. I don't think it's actually pronounced Gino. It's G-E-I-N-O-H. Yamashigu- Yamashirogumi. Which I think is said kind of close to correct, just in a dodgy <laughs> we're Australian terrible accent. terrible with our pronunciations. Yes. We're sorry. <laughs> yes. Links in show notes and on the website. Please but look yes. at those. Uh, but it's actually from the... Uh, Akira soundtrack. It's the final uh, track on that, I believe, or the Mm -hmm. 2nd last track, yeah. Uh, One of my favourite manga of all time and one of the biggest anime ever made. So, your workout for this week is as follows. So, get the music ready on your device, get outside and go for a walk, preferably somewhere nice and safe, but if you can't, get comfy under your blanket of choice. Uh, Step three, listen to the music and follow the below workout. So, this week, I want you to imagine that something massive and evil is brewing under a city of your choice. So, it could be a cyberpunk, could be Victorian, could be current, could be historic or ancient. It's up to you to figure out what the city looks like. And your job is to imagine how the evil makes its way to the surface and warning, this is a long track. So, figure out how it gets to the surface and what that looks like. But I think this track's like... Fourteen minutes? Ooh. Oh yeah, so I said you're gonna get pushed longer and harder than ever before. <laughs> uh, so have a good listen. Think about that. There is it's a long track, but imagine how this evil is gonna rise from underneath the city and make its way to the surface. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Uh, and then finally, step four, hit me up on Twitter or hit us up uh on Bards Lost on the Bards <laughs> Lost in the Metaverse, <laughs> which is at Invoke Creations. At Twitter or at Creative on Twitter because I'd love to know what you came up with this one because it's a a big one. And that is your imagination workout of the week. Remember to stay hydrated and stretch throughout the day.
0: Fantastic.
1: All right. I didn't stop it up.
0: Too bad.
1: <laughs> no more than usual. <laughs> they don't know it's not. A, they don't know it's a stuff up until I told them. They think that's just what it's meant to sound yeah, that's like. That's true. Yeah. All right, but it's been a fair while. Actually, this is a long one, so we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, next week we will be discussing building an author platform. Yeah,
0: we can learn from our own research. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. we are noobs and trying to do this ourselves. Guys, yeah. So, so yeah,
1: we've got a couple coming oof. up. I think in a row. So I think we've got uh, building our author platform. Yeah. Then we do. Social media. And then I can't remember what's after that. That's too far in
0: the future for me. We are going to be learning with you. Yes. Because we are trying to do this stuff. Just, we're getting
1: there. All right. Uh, But in the meantime, while you wait for that one to come out, uh, go to our website, sign up for the newsletter and start reading our uh, free chapters, yo.
0: Do it. Reminder as well that when you sign up, you will get a confirmation email and to check your spam if you haven't got it. Yes. Because it could go there. Yes. So, yeah, I feel like some people have been trying to sign up (laughs) that I've heard of and like, how do I do it? Where did it go?
1: Yes, I had to. um, Our latest newsletter recipient when I checked was my daughter because she said she's my number one fan and then I cried when she wasn't looking it was beautiful uh, but it did go to her spam folder so i had to like go check there
0: yeah, yeah. i warned my auntie last night <laughs>
1: yeah perfect That's where it's perfect uh, uh, once you've read our chapters and you just want to see what we're up to go check out all of our social medias sean go all
0: right first up you can hit us off go to our website Com. if in doubt that shows you everything and we'll direct you everywhere yes um it's also got the show notes in the newsletter and everything on there You can also check us out on YouTube for Invoke Sounds. Music tracks are released every Tuesday for New Track Tuesday. There's Invoke Art on Instagram where Andy puts little updates of all these different artworks, so check that out too. We also have Invoke Creations on Facebook for fun updates and that's where we'll also post when the podcast is coming out and when the new tracks are up and we'll direct you to the other places you can see things. Um, and then Bards Lost of the Metaverse is on Twitter. So it's at Invoke Creations. And we are both also on Twitter and pretty active on there, actually. I think we've started to become more active on Twitter than Facebook recently. Yeah,
1: I've definitely spent a lot more time on Twitter in the last month or yeah, yeah, so. Yeah,
0: definitely. You'll f- definitely find us being active on there. So we are at AndyMacCreator. No,
1: Dad. creative. You're creator.
0: <laughs> I'm creator. <laughs> <laughs> at Andy Mac, Creative, And I'm Sharnley, Creator. Perfect. So, you'll find us on there. We comment and share a lot of the Bards at Invoke Creation stuff. So, if in doubt, go to, the,
1: yeah, <laughs> go go to, the to this one. podcast when yeah, yeah, you'll we'll find it. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, we will leave you with a track that Shana's created, which is Magic as Always. And we've got a lot of work to do, like remembering our handles on Twitter. Oh, uh, so, we're going to go put our bum in a seat and do some work. <laughs> Until next time, stay dangerous.
0: Bye.